Hello, and it's time for tournament and a tea break on day three. Bonjour. <laughs> Chris bon is that? Bonsoir. 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 Eh? Bonsoir. Well, no, actually, no. Actually, bonsoir is good evening, and my understanding is bonsoir means have a good night. Yes. And then when you really go into bed, it's bon nuit. I don't think so. It is, yeah. My mum and dad, my mum always used to answer the phone with, hello, bonsoir. I know, but when it's time for bed. When it's time for bed, it says, get up to bed, okay, now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> but I digress. Uh, day three has been quite busy. We've seen the end of um, round one, or it's still going, really, but um, we're finally through. And we've actually gotten through with most of the weather, I think, being relatively intact. It was a bit murky today. How we... What do we think? Um, are we done? We're just going to check. It was, um, it, to answer your question, it was a little gray. It was one of those typical Roland Garros chilly, breezy days that, <laughs> that you know, I rather enjoyed a little bit. It was some, sometimes raining and not quite enough to get the players off the courts, and then for a spell they were off yeah. the courts. Yeah, well, they were on some courts, but not all, but I think there's a couple of matches still going Two on. Two matches live at the moment. Gael Monfi up, up a couple sets on Taro Daniel. Monfi's looking pretty good here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gem's uh, life suits him. And then uh, Manorino and Stefano Trevali are still going at it on Simon Mathieu. That one's in the fifth. Some more French drama over there. <laughs> but anyway, let's get let's go back to our our drama. Um, we almost had a bit of drama actually with uh, Naomi Osaka, really struggling in that first set. Sure. She. Uh, That's an understatement. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to be gracious. Well, I mean, you know, she, we just talked to her in press and she said she was as nervous as she has ever been for a tennis match. Yeah. And, and that was surprising. I, for a while, I was trying to figure out what is actually wrong with her today. Like, is, why is it happening? Is there, is there an injury issue? Is it something? And I guess it was just nerves. Well, my, my first thought was it was that it was a recurrence of the thumb problem and that she was really struggling to be able to get some timing on the ball and some, some heat on the ball. Um, I mean, the, the reasons that she came up with when somebody sort of pushed her for the reasons were, were all pretty logical. You know, she's a two-time slam champion coming into th the third. She's the world number one, first time that she's actually come into a slam as the world number one. Yep. So, you know... She had a list of logical oh, reasons, yeah, they were which actually was very incredible, logical. actually. That was the most I'm, I'm finding she's much improved in press, actually. I love her in press. She's so self-deprecating and... Yeah, I think it's refreshing. I, I, I did wonder when she won Indian Wells whether that would get knocked out of her by the old cynics in, in the press room, especially at slams where you have sometimes press people that don't necessarily follow the tennis tour all year round. Uh, they have a different kind of jaded than, than we do. We have a jaded, oh my God, if we have to see one more five-setter at night, seven o'clock in the evening, we're going to kill people. Um, they have a cold jaded thing of I've been made to come to Wimbledon for two weeks. It gets um, old, right? Yeah. It gets old, you know, shuffled into press uh, every single after every single match, and especially with Osaka, those are not short or easy mm. pressers. There's, there's, what, 50 people in that yeah. room? It's crowded. It's, well, you know. I hate to say it, but I mean, there were more people in Naomi's um, presser today than there were in um, Serena's. Well, she's which the one with, think, yeah. with two straight Grand Slams. Yeah. But, but, you know, if anybody wants a changing of the guard narrative, I think we're beginning to see it. Yeah, well, you know what? They matched each other in their first round matches, which was pretty interesting. Mm. With both of them having just a horrible opening set and both of them fi finding so somehow summoning what they needed to get through their matches. It took Osaka a little bit longer, obviously, today, she, yeah. where um, 
Schmidlova had to what serve for the match twice, and that yeah. was that was very tense times. So. That's going to be a hard one to get over. Oh, man. Um, but on the flip side of the coin, we had another former champion, Yelena uh, Ostapenko, against Victoria Azarenka, and that was that was an intriguing matchup. Uh, I think I think I'm right in saying both times Ostapenko went up a break, and then Azarenka had to fight her way back. Um, certainly in the first set, there were lots of breaks to serve. Uh, and they were like kind of edging each other out and seeing who's who's got the who's got the will. But it, you know what? For me, it's great to see Azarenka um, happy because I saw we, we we touched on this the other day. I saw her in tears in Australia, oh, where man. it was like, you know, nothing is working, nothing's going right, um, and yeah, to, to see her, to see it all beginning to come together after everything that she's gone through is actually now beginning to to feel to give you the feels i mean yeah. what, what do you what do you think how long have, have we been waiting for this i can't tell you how many times i've written about azarenka in the last probably year like here she comes it's coming now and i because i fully expected it yeah. I, I mean you know it wasn't that long ago that she was winning the sunshine double and just like and, and of course we all remember how dominant she was in her heyday it's like I feel like it's bound to come and it's been so so difficult such a difficult path for her that she's taken it's been it hasn't been easy she's actually played better of late and just hasn't been getting the results but like she does have a few top 10 wins which she mentioned and I think you know Azarenka Osaka that is the match of the second round most definitely I can't think of um I can't think of a a match that I, I you know I'll like tread over you to get to, uh, to get to watch, um, um, yeah. But getting back to Vika, it's I'm just always pulling for her. I think she's just a class act. Yeah. I, lo- I, I love everything about her story. She's an inspiration. You know, she's a real lot of positive energy, and I think you know she's been working for it. She's been mm. fighting for it, and oh, you like to see hours. players like that be rewarded. Yeah. And absolutely, you know, I think that that match with Osaka is pretty wide open. Neither of them are like you know clay queens, so I think yeah. it's kind of up for grabs. Okay, so lead me down the track. What what's next on your list? I decided to put Chris in charge. Yeah, to the, you're looking to at Captain Chris here. Um, well, I wanted to chat a little bit about two of the more um, big names on the men's side that were in action today. Juan Martín del Potro, yeah, fourth set win over Nicholas Yari. Lost, was down a set because he gave up an early break, but performed really well on Suzanne Longland. Just a, a, an overall very solid performance, very efficient. It was kind of big man tennis out there. I think he was a little over two hours, didn't waste any energy, no muss, no fuss. He looks to be headed, I think, for at least that, the quarterfinals. He looks good. Okay, that's brilliant to, brilliant to hear because people have been won- wondering whether we're going to see him back to any any kind of success. He looks best. really good. I mean, it's only his eighth match of the season. And the other person we yeah. should talk about is Sasha Zverev. Oof. You can take the reins on this one. Well, that was... Um, there, there's so much there's so much I want to say about Sasha. Um, I think last year it was, it was immensely frustrating to watch him do so many five-setters. And then, of course, he was spent by the time he got to the quarterfinal with team. Um, but I'm more intrigued about the situation with Lendl. Somebody asked him in German, and I'm going to go back and see if there's, it's been translated into English. But the first question in German was about Lendl. But he didn't look annoyed when he was answering, and he looked like he was giving an answer probably related to bee pollen and being allergic to bee pollen, and therefore hmm. can't come to Europe, apparently. Um, 
but he's got to be happy about that win but the fact that it was I mean Millman is is a tricky customer and he can make the he can make the best sweat as as he did with, oh, with yeah. Federer so um, you know hopefully well I mean who's he got next now then he's got either he's got uh, Mikael Mur of oh he's Sweden. got yeah he's got Ima Ima yeah. sorry he's sorry for this Ima won that match yeah. over so, over yeah. so so it's a it's a nice draw for Sasha Zverev, actually, and it looks like he won't face in uh, the seed he could face in that third round is Dushan Lajevic. So, I mean, if he plays well and doesn't really kind of blow it, you figure he's yeah. got to be in the second week. And then Fonini's in his section. I mean, he, even if he doesn't play his best, he could potentially yeah. make the quarterfinals. But I don't know. The fact that he went five hours and played the longest match in the first round at four hours and eight minutes it just reminds you of what he did last year. Yeah. And what did we do last year? We beat him up because he played three consecutive five-setters when he probably didn't have to if yeah. he had been a little more efficient out there. And it ended up hurting him because that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. when he absolutely lost the Dominic team. It, absolutely. Uh, and what else, was, uh, what else caught your eye? Wow, I really am the captain. Here. You are well, it's ca- I, Captain Chris. I just thought we'd mention some of the great matchups that are coming up in the second round. They might not all be tomorrow, but I've got that little list. And of course, we mentioned Azarenka yep. in Osaka. I like Bianca Andreescu mm. and Sophia Kennan. Um, you were noticing Potapova and Von Drusova. Oh, Drusso. I can't a nice wait one. for that one. That was good. That's just going to be free hitting teens. Yeah, I mean, it'll be a big story no matter who wins that yeah, match. But uh, Potapova in particular, I mean, coming off her first top Oof, 10 that, win, yeah. she's got a lot of uh, positive emotions and energy right now. So I expect that to be a pretty decent match. Men's side, Christian Garin and Stan Wawrinka. You're a huge Garin fan, well, aren't he's, you? He's 20 clay court wins this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's really a vastly improved player, former junior champion here but that was six years ago and he really hasn't done much between then and now and it now really here hasn't is. translated no oh, okay cool um what else there nishikori sanga yeah that oh now that the atmosphere for that will be amazing because the french do love themselves a bit of sanga yeah rematch of their 2015 roland garros yeah. final won by joe wilford who then lost to stan who then crushed nole in the final yeah. that was a special year Pair and uh, Uger Bear will be a great oh, all French battle. Oh my god, that would be amazing. <laughs> there, there are some great I'm matchups. actually going to pretend to be French and just sit there and be like, oh la la, at regular I, intervals. I'll join you. I'll yeah. join you. And um, if, if I may continue leading this podcast, By I, all we means. can talk about Feliciano Lopez and Ivo Karlovich playing the oldest combined match in age since at the Grand Slam since 1977, the oldest ever at Roland Garros. Kar- Karlovich wins in four sets. Yeah, it, it, that man's never going to stop, is he? They, they, what if he plays here when he's fifty? And, and could he? Could he? Could he keep well, winning matches with that serve? Well, I mean, that's. I mean, the only <laughs> if his arm breaks down, that's the only. That's going to be the only issue. But yeah, that's that, that's amazing. It's, and it's kind of nice they have their moment as well. Yeah, very cool for them. So, what have we got to look forward to tomorrow? Uh, well, you tell me. Russ. Okay, my turn then. Okay, so jump out. So we've talked about Tsonga. What else have we got? Oh, there's Alina. Let's see if uh, the misses can do the, the job. Yes, Fid- oh, well, Sid Alina's playing Katarina Kozlova, which is a winnable match. And then you have Garbina Muguruza out on the bull ring against Johanna Larson. Those two are going to meet yeah. in the third round. So that's why I'll be watching oh, those two. Because I nice. really want to see that as a third round matchup. You know, I've, I've got a feeling that Muguruza is going to go really deep. She's got the right attitude. She really does. She really does. Um... And then we've got Nadal in action. So does that mean we've got Djokovic in action as well somewhere? And oh, we've got Federer. Um, Federer has Oscar Ott. 
from Germany, a gentleman who's played one Grand Slam match before. You think Federer will be able to get through that? Oh, I don't know. You know, it's going to be quite <laughs> tricky. It's going to be quite tricky for him. Um, oh, and we're, are we still in this kind of strange nonsense where they haven't quite caught the draws up yet. Yes, they are still in this strange kind of nonsense. Is it? It's, it's more confusion, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's a, bit, it's a bit weird. I mean, that's the thing with this whole three-day start for the first round, because you mm. don't, you know, you expect the second round to be one section of the draw, like the top half and the bottom half of the women's or something. Right. And it doesn't seem to be that way. But, um, but I, what about your man Tsitsipas? Where is Stefanos? He's oh in Samuel Mathieu. Well, Hugo Delian's a great story. The Bolivian is the, he's the first Bolivian to reach to win a slam match since in 35 years. Talked to him the other day about it. He, I mean, he had a huge crowd of journalists mm. surrounding him. Have you ever have you ever even heard of this guy before this no. tournament, right? But what do you know? He's in the media room with about 15 microphones in his face. So special moment for him playing Sitsipas. That's going to be a tough ass. I, I'm. I, I don't know if it'll be a close match, but I just want to keep watching Tsitsipas to see if he keeps that intensity because he was brilliant in the first round. Well, Dimitrov Chilich is kind of a old school yeah. matchup. Uh, lost, the generation the, lost. I was going to say the generation lost boys. But, but, um, but I don't know good. if we could really lump Chilich in there too much, given that he's won one a slam and he's got a Wimbledon. But he's the only—he's the only one of the lost boys the who got that far. Yeah, credit um, to him. For and then that. of course we've got Joe Conta against yes. Lauren Davis. So you and I will be pitted together. Um, but yeah, I think this is winnable for Joe. You know, um, Lauren's worked really hard to get her place in the reciprocal in the in wildcard challenge draw. Um, you know, she's worked really hard to bring herself back up from outside, well outside the t- uh, top 250. She's now bobbling around just outside the one, top 100. You know, she's worked incredibly hard, having taken off the whole clay court season, um, citing fatigue. So um, she's going to be motivated. She's going to be scampering around the court like a good one um, but I think this is winnable for Joe I think I think we could be headed for a Kiki Burton's Joe Conta fe- uh, standoff that would be excellent and I think yeah I think Conta is on a roll right now and I don't I think when she gets her confidence when she plays the way she knows she can I think she's going to be in, uh, in in good shape and move forward and I think she'll probably take this forward to the grass which is even better news absolutely, for, for fans absolutely absolutely well they're they're applauding us so I think they I want think us they to, are, want yeah. us to go but what, what, um, what could that be that's got to be uh, the, the uh, end of the Manorino match let's take yeah, a look here the, with that with that much kind of cheering what happened we'll right, bring it to you live we're going well it's no longer live is what we're finding out <laughs> scrolling <laughs> And it's Manorino winning 6-2 over Stefano Travaglia in five sets on wow. Simone Matu. And meanwhile, Monfils has also taken out, Monfils, oh, wow. sorry, has Monfils. taken out Taro Daniel. 6-love, six 6-4, six six That's a great way to close out. We've actually closed out at the and end of round one. Well, maybe we can wrap it up then. I think we can. So join us tomorrow where we start to go through the round two action. We're fast approaching the, the business end where we were supposed to get just the third round and the seeds all together. Um, so I'll do a little bit of digging as to our scattered seeds. There's quite a few um, that have gone by the wayside. Uh, I still think that this is this is wide open for both, personally. But we will we will be back tomorrow Most with our will. with our pick of uh, all the round two action. But until then, sleep tight. Don't have nightmares. Au revoir. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>